ladies and gentlemen, episode 146 of the Hustle Season, ladies and gentlemen. Hey! Yeah. Me and Reggie Pace, Thank you. James Reddis, Gabe Santa Maria, all of you wonderful people. Um, thank you for listening. We're just three musicians and one engineer, and we could get down with no delay. Mixed Master James, what you got to say? I play music too, Kelly. I know. I just all right. Anyway, I can't help it that I'm multi-talented. You're multi-talented. So I don't know what amazing. to name about. Like you're just like you know got all this. When are you gonna debut the uh, the guitar? It looks good. Oh, uh, I'm. I'm waiting for these two knobs to come in the mail tomorrow Pause. that match them, match the guitar That's a good perfectly. One. <laughs> uh, and I, then the I'm going to put some stuff up after the knobs come in. I also ordered a strap that matched the guitar as well. Pause. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Nice. Uh, dude, you all, all you all know about this guitar is good, it's better than anything you've ever seen. Are you naming it? This guitar is the... Ooh, yeah. I don't, I don't name instruments. You, you name should name this one, though. Like, not like a... Maybe not like a... Actual... Made, it's your son. You made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I have lots of children then. Yeah. <laughs> because I made a bunch of <laughs> That sounded mad creepy. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's right, though. Different states. Yeah, I've yeah. made, I made I different feel that, guitars. I feel that uh, way yeah. all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when I talk about other people's music and stuff. That kid, I, yeah. you made it Tahiti. Because... Maybe child because really for real i birth all you niggas <laughs> what wait all right no no kelly is that what, what, is that what you said james <laughs> james was saying he's about to post that today <laughs> I, i'm gonna post up a thing at kelly saying <laughs> please don't it doesn't no just, somebody's grandma gonna be on <laughs> seriously they you should hear it from the grandma I've, I've tried to tell people not to listen to don't this listen shit. to this but um no thank you guys for <laughs> All listening the time. thank you guys for listening we appreciate it for real we appreciate the engagement the love uh we uh try our best we are on facebook instagram spotify and the twitters um we also have music on spotify so follow us there uh, make sure you check out the Flavor Project, brand new record, Food for Thought. Woo! Man, that the actual title track, man, that's a sleeper jam that I did not, was not fully aware of. And that joint, I really like a lot. I really like that song because I really feel like you're getting your, you're getting in your Adrian Young kind of bag there. You know what I'm saying? I can like, see that. And, uh, and James, that, like that, that shit that locks in with y'all shit, the just rhythm section shit yeah. on that record is oh, gross. Cool. So I, I, like, listened to that again. I was like, damn, it's I, fire. Bro. I, like I heard it on the radio. Shout out I like to doing, WRR. Oh, the, oh word. that's Shout right. Out. Yeah, you wrote. Yeah, it was tight. I was like, nice. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, no, it's, uh, there it is. I've been, you know, people have been playing it and, and not just playing it once, playing it multiple times. So that feels great. Mm. Uh, and, you know, a ton of people have different favorite tracks. I've been getting a lot. They're like, they're like, did you um, you this really? Because they're like, I know you've had that song. I'll take my mask off, off for you for a while, but that really worked out for you this time, didn't it? Wow. <laughs> I like, like, you're I like, like, I'm a prophet. Eh, you know, I'm the, a prophet. It's timing. Right. It's timing, people. But you know, thanks for listening to it. And, uh, and yeah, actually, people, I think people have some uh, kind of sleeper favorites on the album that like, like songs we didn't play live as much as other ones. You know. Well, I mean, ha- I mean, I think the food for thought song. I've never played that song with you guys, and I don't think I've ever heard it. So that one was kind we of a surprise to me. We used to use me. that for uh, so, yeah, introductions. We, yeah, we used to do that song, and we would like, and uh, Armando would um, introduce the band, and then we would go into, like, uh, I'm right here right after that, because it's kind of like the same vibe in a way. Same tempo. Yeah, that didn't, yeah, yeah, y'all, but, but y'all would end up using the flavor 
the flavor, the flavor, like most of the time for the stuff or whatever. No, I mean like, it, 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 you go it back depe- and forth. Depending on our drummer. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I think well, one of the uh, one of the, the hardest things and most interesting things is trying to figure out how songs translate from being alive to being on a record. Because, yeah. you know, some songs, you you can, it's really hard, especially even with the Rats fans, it's hard to figure out how to make the energy of a live show translate onto the recorded version of a song because uh, you, the energy part isn't necessarily there in the music as much as it is in, in an attitude or, like, an approach. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, there's I, that's an interesting idea. There's new some songs work better either way. Yeah, you know? I just, I, I, I think uh, in terms of, like, in, when you're, because we've been recording and then like, but we're not performing any stuff right now. So, um, so it's almost like working the opposite way. But I think, um, I think when you have a, a, if I think just capturing your live sound is just super hard. Yeah. And I, when I, yeah. I and I've, I've learned that the hard way a couple times, you know? So when you want to approach, when I approach stuff sometimes now, I'm like, that's like a live sound. We got to capture that live sound. But in a, in a different take, like we might play that live, but we can approach this completely different if mm-hmm. we're doing it in the studio. I feel like so the, that's one of those. Tunes. I feel like on this record, it's it. I think it definitely translates more it than on the good. first record. I definitely feel like that the live feeling yeah. is yeah. there on on this. You know the way that like James captured it as well, like the the drum sound for sure. Mm-hmm. But like uh, especially the energy on some of the songs, I'm like, this feels like I like I miss I miss seeing the band because yeah, I'm like yeah. I would love to no, hear it. Yeah, that's know, the feeling now, right? It's well, just yeah. like, oh, I miss the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that that um that energy is uh, hard to sometimes understand when you're in when you're making a record. You know what I mean? Like whether or not something is going to be heard many times is different than the live energy. Well, yeah, that's you know, the other thing. I try like, to. Ex- oh, what about this? Can someone listen to over and over again? I right. try to explain that to some people in different ways too, and some yeah. people, it's like talking to a brick wall. You know, they they just don't believe you because, like, <laughs> I swear is, to God, no, I swear yeah. to God, just because I remember just talking to a friend of mine because they were like, yeah, I want to, ha- I wanted to have a real live sound, but they had all these ideas and like, they're like, I want to record all of it at the same time so it has that live sound. I'm like, dude, that's not- that's that's the, you're you're working backwards, and you know the fact that you want to have this this all this stuff. Record it at the same time because you think that's the only way you're gonna get that live sound. You're just making it harder on everybody, like doing shit one at a time and just getting each take instead of I don't know. I think I heard you say this before, but like uh, James say this before uh, that like so there's a difference between like uh, capturing a moment and then just making one happen. Right. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. I think the only way to have a live show, the live thing recorded, is that if it was actually at a show, and it still might not. Might work, <laughs> and again, yeah. you, 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 you're also. I think people are thinking about you know some of these other videos. You know your snarky puppies and shit like that too, right. where they are doing a lot of shit with a lot of different people all at once live. I think but that's the, let's go ahead. Sorry, no. I, I mean, yep. I think that's where some of the impetus is where from, from like for some people's perspective. Yeah, but it's like these people really understand their role. And their and their whole thing is about playing live. Mm-hmm. Like it's not about the record. Yeah. Like it's about capturing performances, pretty much, I, and getting it all at one time. And that I feel like that genre of music, even with the stuff we make, really, it's good to have those videos. You know, because mm-hmm. I think those the, the, the videos is kind of like without those videos, sometimes you can listen to music that sounds like that, and you go like, like what is even happening right now? It yeah. sounds overly produced. You know, it sounds like right. you know tryhards. Sounds yeah. like this music's trying really hard. Like yeah, I you see the video, it feels a bit. It feels like, oh, this is. You can see the what they were trying to what they were trying oh, to get yeah. across. Reactions. But also explain you know, to somebody yeah. who has tunnel vision about 
their art or whatever. Oh, it yeah. just it's it's hard to tell them because honestly, it's like one of these things like they're so focused on getting the live sound that they think the only way to do that is during like through this one route when right. there's multiple routes you can take. I, I also I also you know? think a lot of that is bad production as far as the angle of bad relations of whoever is producing it or you know helping being traumatized by making records to, somebody or else that or. and also yeah and how they interact with the artists because a lot of that live sound is really or what they say i want it to be like it is live what they want what that really i guess from my experience what that translates to is when i play with my band live I feel like the music we're making and the product we're making is really good and it sounds good and I feel good about it. Now, that's for a lot of reasons. One, because you're in a room and people are hyping you up and it's like an adrenaline thing and things are going good so you're positive about it. Also, it's the fact that you're in a situation where you're probably a little drunk and you're going to fuck up and because so it's live... It's not, yeah, and you're not caught up in that. It's the overall thing. Oh yeah, if you can, if, so, if, pe- if people listen to all their live performances, they, they would sound be like, like shit. <laughs> they like, really like, do on tape. A lot of them don't sound as good, and but there are ones that sound really good. But that's not my point. My point is that when you go in the studio, what they want is the the performance that they're doing to be just like it would be live, and to do that you got to get them in the right headspace and it's not going to be by telling them exactly what they have to do. It's kind of like you should be working with them to put them in the vibe of a live thing. Like if you do that and you need the drummer to play with headphones, guess what we're going to do? We're going to fucking put headphones on the drummer and have to duct tape it to his head because they keep coming off because he throws his head around. Like you've had to do that before, but like, that's the thing. If you can't have, all the amps in the same room, but nobody plays the same because of the volume. Well, if you have the ability, do something like have extra amps in a room cranked all the way up with the guitar player and the bass player in there. Yeah. So they're just like, you know, like whatever you can do, accommodate it. I think a lot of this is just going to shitty studios and having bad producers <laughs> that like can't get out of their own head mm. and stuff. And also didn't listen to what the artist wanted in the first place and gave him some polished sounding record that sounds like, you know, some like that like Whatever, doing like a, a new school metal sounding record for a like crust punk band. It's well, like that's not gonna I work. Think, I think I, I think it's a two way street because I think there's definitely some artists that think they're producers. Right. Yeah. You know, because they're so they're telling their producer this is how we're gonna do this mm-hmm. and bat down any idea that's thrown their way without understanding what it takes to get the idea done. But a first. good producer exactly. knows how to manipulate the artist into not compromising what makes them good I mean, and getting rid of what makes them like they don't need. You I know? mean, that's one way to put it, but I like I just I mean, when I wouldn't I think as an artist or a producer, I would way rather not be in a scenario manipulation than just having a conversation. Well, I mean, that's a if, harsh way to say it. If but people aren't a down to have a conversation, then they probably shouldn't be having making a record together. Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I think that that's when uh, chemistry, camaraderie, if you will, and also atmosphere come into like play. Yeah. Because good, I think that's yeah. a good thing because, to say. Because people are, I think people aren't aware of their sensitivity to their surroundings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once they get into a bigger studio or that kind of thing, I noticed that for myself that it was like, this feels a little bit different from then being from being like in Jellystone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? In Jellystone, you're like, this is like a house. I feel yeah. I feel comfortable. I feel fine. You don't understand that you you kind of have to set your own scene and set your own atmosphere mm-hmm. or get with the producer to understand what kind of surroundings you want to have to actually have a conducive 
atmosphere to to get your creativity. Yeah. How, you know what I'm saying? And like to, to be in your to want to be in your head. It's on you. And it's also, on you to bring your whatever vibe you're trying to bring. Exactly. You're trying to bring. Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. And when, when it's a team effort, you know, you always want to just people that you trust to do their job. Yeah. You know. And as artists, sometimes we have to like remember that too. It's like, hey man, you've never actually mixed a record before, so. You can you can lean on what you you can kind of say what you want things to sound like, but sometimes you get deep into the nuance of like not actually knowing the language you're trying to speak to oh, your yeah. engineer. Com- com- compromise you know? is, a, is a big thing. Compromise. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, com- I'm pick and choose your battles because definitely but some things that me and James disagreed what, what Gabe on. Gabe was saying on. though, yeah, I'll say Gabe is confrontational with that type of stuff and like we'll have a discussion, uh, but not every person has that in their personality. You True. Know? So, like, you and not to say manipulate them, but to mold, no, uh, yeah, communi- steer them to to try to find it because sometimes they can't put into words exactly yeah. what they're trying to do. So you right. kind of have to like mold what their ideas are and then give it back to them and see if it they like it. You well, know, I'm what I'm starting to understand now, which has been really good. I think with like this whole break of stuff, which has been it's been great period because there's been like space to actually like think about things for a long period of time. Like uh-huh. where really I can get stuck on it and un- try to understand some things. And I think one thing that I've gotten is that, um, you know, uh, shit, I fucking forgot. I'm, I'm going to go back right to as soon as you said what you just last said. Cause I have a good point. <laughs> I have a good oh point that I was going to add. I was going to say, you got a point. I was going to say it reminds me of a lot of, um, you know, working in situations in which bands, or groups of people who read music, or groups of people who don't read music, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of have to. It's just two different languages, and sometimes you have people like ideas get lost in the translations, yeah. and you accident and, and musicians are mass sensitive, and you like accidentally offend each other, you know, trying to figure oh, out right. what what that's it was you were trying to get, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, and also I was going to say, sorry, stages like uh, how we've been doing this shit with this this hustle season record. And, like, how you guys have been really good about, like, we've just been, like, diligently, like, kind of starting and finishing a record. And then, you know, James putting his touches on it. And then it's kind of done and moving on. It's, like, it's like not getting ahead of yourself from what is in your head. Mm. It's, like, to, like, when you're in the studio and you're, like, well, I heard it like this. I want to make sure I hear it like that, like right away. But right. it's like, yeah. no, there's stages to this yeah, shit. Yeah, this painting where is you, not done. The painting yeah. is not done. You yeah. will be able to put those finishing touches yeah, on later. That's a great later. way to put it. And the there will be time. Hasn't dried yet. Yeah, the, it, we'll have time yeah. to put those touches on it later. Just make sure that you're aware of it and that you voice it, but like, don't get ahead of it. Well, yeah, that's that's, you know, that's, that's one thing to hard yeah. to explain to an artist sometimes. Like, yes. yo, this like the the just because we've played it like this this many times or you've played it like this this many times right. doesn't mean this is the end of this song. Like, th- th- it has right. stages, like you said. Yeah. And there's, like, and honestly, once you once you put it in the studio and, you know, you you can, you realize you can do more with it than what you thought. I mean, because there was some shit, like, yeah, there's some shit on the record we do, we put them there, that's exactly how we play it on stage. And that's that. Right. And there's some stuff we're like, you know what? We can take some liberties with this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and do some extra stuff. You guys change some of the songs, and then some of the songs you guys stay true to the arrangements. And that's just, like, mm-hmm. that's just also just uh, goes to the chemistry again of the band and what where where you're at with the band when you go in the studio. Yeah, I just them. I just think yeah, I just think some artists can be kind of closed minded when they come to when they hit the studio. Just get sensitive, you know? it gets weird. sensitive, it gets weird and mm-hmm. they like and they just like I just 
I've seen it happen so many times that I really try to explain to people like, yeah. and not that I'm like some expert or anything, but I'm just like, yo, let's, let's hear this person out real quick. Don't, don't bat it down just yet. Yeah, I think some of my, that's some of my favorite parts of it. You know, I love even when the thing we we're working on that I brought to the group. It's like I love seeing it grow. You know, and it's just like, oh, these are ideas I would have never had, or this is yeah. great. Oh, this is cool. You know, because like, you know, it takes a bit of um, maturity sometimes, even when you're working on art, because we all just want to like get it done. And it's just like it's mine. It's fun. You know, it's done. You know, but yeah. when you're working with a group, a, a group you can really trust. You know. You can kind of watch it happen, and then when you get to the end, chances are your 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 issues with it are probably small, pretty small. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. but sometimes you'll end up fucking up the flow of getting the art done by yes. you know getting so bogged down on some detail that could be cleaned up some other time. You know, right? And kind of knowing, no picking and choosing what those moments are. I guess is studio. Well, I mean, studio management or work. You know, group. Working as a team. That was the hardest you know? thing about the the Mekong record initially, just because it was like who was going to like kind of pick and choose what these moments were, or whatever. But none of us were in an objective enough place to even do that. And luckily, we came back to it a couple years later, and we were like, "This is fine. It actually, this is great. We don't have to do a lot. This is awesome." Yeah, that's one thing. Number two, I actually I'm digging working. I can see why people dig working with younger people in their bands mm-hmm. or in general period yep um just like I've, i knew fresh th- air. i knew that before but like especially even working with like younger kids under 18 um at my job and stuff and seeing their fresh approach to anything just because of not knowing stuff yeah. i really fucking it really makes you it makes you really humble about like how the, your bands are the bands that you actually do play with every day yeah. or get to play with or used to play with all the time yeah uh, back before in BC pre pre <laughs> before pre, corona BC yeah pre covid yeah. you know but um yeah interesting convo guys i just uh you know i just we just went on about the live stuff and talking yeah. about music we love it yeah. music we, we love want it, it back yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i've been i've been enjoying doing just recording and taking this downtime to record and finish up a bunch of ideas and put out music. I put more music out this year than I have like ever. I feel like so. <laughs> All the, I feel like a lot of us have. I you mean, know what? Sure, actually, that's. I feel like that's a part of what made everybody so sad. I feel like all of us were all doing, have been doing a really good job for about eight months, and like this was every. I feel like a lot of people I knew were really getting it together. <laughs> for this year you know you what? know a lot of shit started coming out and like rollouts you know it was a timing thing it and was we all had to pivot you know yeah, everyone everyone yeah. definitely pivoted yeah. and i feel like that it's been i think that the cool thing is that it has slowed down everyone to really appreciate but also look at things in a, a brand new way hopefully because of yeah. the time that we've had you know and that we're that we're gonna continue to have um, for the rest of the year. Uh, but until that time, we're going to have a bunch of podcasts every week. God damn it. Um, so I, who wants to start with this? I, I, got a, I got a clip that we should, uh, <clears throat> we, we need to talk about. All right. All right. You all have seen this before, but I thought I should just bring it to uh, the panel. The here. panel. Uh, Paul motherfucking McCartney. Oh. Oh. Sir, <laughs> sir, whoa, what, sir, motherfucking McCartney, sir Paul, he's at it again. I forgot about this. Yeah, so yeah. when you have Beatles privilege, you get to do all types of crazy things. Let That's me, a big privilege, by the way. It's a, it's probably the best privilege there is. <laughs> it's like only, it's mad British too, just to be going to like 
doing just doing shit in other yeah. cultures. Yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, this is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> is it as good as Paul Simon? Like, no, no, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So when you are when you have Beatles privilege and shit, dude, you can. Oh god. So you can be like, yo, it's uh, Louis Armstrong's birthday. And he goes, I want to pay tribute to him. So what would be good? I'm going to play when the Saints go marching. Oh, really, Paul? That sounds great. Are you going to get out your uh, fabled Hofner bass and sing and, uh, and, and stuff with your band? Uh, no, no, actually, I'm not. I'm going to get a New Orleans band. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so you're going to play bass with the... Bra- no, no, no. Oh, you're just going to sing with them. No. I'm gonna oh. play. I'm gonna play trumpet. And it's like, oh, we what? didn't know you could we play the know, trumpet. We didn't know you could play trumpet. Because, and not only am I gonna play trumpet, just any trumpet. I'm gonna play Louis Armstrong's actual trumpet. Now wait, hold up. And he goes, we needed some more people to fill out the band. Okay, yes, yes. we need some more people to fill out the band. He goes, I think percussion would be cool. All right, let's see who we could get. How about Dave Grohl on Best tambourine? Percussionist on in tambourine, the world. I think that would be great. So we have these uh, brass band musicians, uh, actually in New Orleans. This is all done via Zoom, kind of like how the uh, that awesome Beach Boys COVID song was done. <laughs> yeah. It's got a lot in common with it. Oh gee. So I know I'm setting this up a lot, but I just thought everybody should be aware of everything that's going on in here. And when you hear trumpet, oh, and there's another good trumpet player in there too. There's a good trumpet player in there. Oh yeah. Well, Paul's not the good one. Hold up. Well, and also, but no, but wait, wait. Paul did play trumpet on several Beatles songs. He did play trumpet. I want to make that make that clear. Yes, he has played trumpet. I don't know exactly which ones, but it's on. They're Alleged, on Beatles. Allegedly. They're allegedly. on Beatles records. Were there also like 12 other trumpet players playing? Listen, Probably. you'll know why when you hear this. So they're going to start. Uh, Sir, Paul, Sir Paul is doing some clapping up the front. Just uh, there. Here we go. Oh, shit. This is not working. Why is this not plugged in? Put it, in the th- put it up in the thing. I put it up in the thing right here. <laughs> put it up in there. There we go. Oh, uh, did you hear that? That's Dave Grohl. Not on drums, just on tambourine. It feels pretty good. It sounds great. It feels great. Who's that playing? Sir Paul. No. Oh, no. (laughs) Yo, this this dude was in the Beatles. The Beatles is so good. Dude, he's great, isn't he? I saw all the comments on Facebook. Everybody loved it. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> Except on my page. <laughs> listen, bro. Oh, no. Oh, no. They still got him in the mix. Why are you doing that? Oh. Pro Tools is involved, people. So, so listen, man. The crazy thing is this British dude is just shitting all over this the whole time. They got Oprah singing? Is that Oprah? <laughs> Who is that? Is that Viola? Who is that singing? Paul McCartney. Why are you leaving, Gabe? Uh, Don't leave on that joke. Wait, hold up. Is that a... That's uh, is that Woody is that Allen? Elvis Costello? That's, that's uh, Mark Maron. Is that Elvis Costello? 
Costello. Yo, Elvis Costello. That isn't Elvis. That can't be Elvis Costello. That's Elvis Costello. It might be. Is it? It, it might like be. Him. There's a couple people in there. Oh, who's this? That's Dave Matthews. Dave I didn't Matthews watch is in this. this. Oh, yeah, no, no, Dave Matthews is doing a weird dance yeah. in this. Yeah, he's in there. Dave yes. Matthews is in there. I don't like the Dave Matthews dance he's doing. He's doing one of those. He's doing. A, he's like, I'm without a guitar. I need my guitar or I'm dancing weird. Who's this ass? Run the states come marching in. Run the states come marching in. Run the states come marching in. Run the states come marching Why is this so long? Pause. Why is this so long? <laughs> this is too long. <laughs> the Roots would have only done this for two minutes. Like, they would do it for two minutes and it would have been done. Why yeah, is this weirdo? <laughs> There's a guy with the plastic saxophone. Man, this is trash. <laughs> Why is this so okay. long? Yes. That was way too long. Oh my god, that was like, that was like. It's four minutes and twenty five seconds. How I'm sure many that was. Is that? I'm sure that was for charity or something. So. Bro. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you for that. Man, I oh. didn't play that. You about to say thanks, Kelly. No, no, I, I put that. that on, I put that on my my page. I, used to, I was like, I saw, get your man. I saw it right after. <laughs> I saw this. You look like it looked like you were pointing at me when you said nah. that. You look like oh, you about to say get your man's, Kelly. Nah, right like that's my man. I mean, not my man's. Oh my god. That is your man. No, that's not. my... Paul McCartney is definitely no, your man. No, Paul McCartney was never in Fleetwood Mac. It's Todd. Oh, yeah. That's Todd's man. That's Todd's right. man's. He was in I, the Beatles, not Fleetwood Mac. That's Todd's man, and I didn't have to even text Todd, but I know he's probably said that, yo, that shit was fucking amazing. You know, he loved it. He said right, that shit got, was fucking amazing. I got amazing. another he's thing so with talented. the video clip. You know why? Because he fucking made Sgt. Pepper's, bro. That's why. He made all, oh, That's it. Oh, the Lonely Farts right, Club so band? <laughs> got him. Got him. So, uh, <laughs> How dare you? A, and that is the title of there is a toy recall recently with these, uh, you know, the Trolls movie where they're the world tour thing where the they're all like, you know, what I'm ta- I can't tell your expression because you have sunglasses on. Oh, inside. oh, wait, I got you. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a Trolls movie <laughs> that was very successful. The one that oh, went okay, Justin Timberlake was on. That, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So anyway, um, there's like some toy that was recalled recently because it had a button on it like like on their stomach you know and you press it and it like sings and la uh does st- what are you all doing over there no he's no i'm sorry what are y'all no. y'all stop flirting no he's just so happy Please. Please. i'll never stop flirting no he's he's so happy about the title anyways go ahead. go ahead all right so anyway it's one of these trolls where you push a button on them and they sing a song and then uh the guy the woman found out that there is a button on like the bottom side of the troll doll that like made her giggle and like gasp and stuff. Now, <laughs> is this it. true? This is totally true. <laughs> this is not like a fucking uh, like four uh, chan thing or something like that. <laughs> this is a woman that's actually like some mom somewhere that's like just appalled by okay. this. Uh, this is one of those like how the fuck did this get approved type of things. But you just listen to her here, and I'll show you the video. You touch her tummy. And she makes little singing sounds, and she's super cute. 
Well, I was showing her to my husband Listen and I heard some other sounds that I had never heard before. And if you look oh. down here, I figured a video was the best way. So I just touched her tummy and she's going to sing for a minute. <laughs> but down here is a button right here on her privates. And if you push those, she makes these sounds. Oh, is that real? Like a gasping sound. <laughs> and I know most of you may not like think this is a big deal, but especially since I've had kids, like this is wrong. For one, <laughs> this, this button, wrong. it says nothing this about this button. This is wrong. On the box. Nothing. That is pretty so, weird. It's just, really what I weird. think is weird, though, she like gave the doll to her husband and... What was his hus her husband doing with the doll? I don't to know. Make, does he immediately start fingering a toy to like? What, not, what, what it wasn't. That's do? not her kid's toy. It's it? her kid's toy, and she was like taking it out of the package, and she was just looking at it. And she said that her husband was the one that found this button. Like, so what is her husband doing with a fucking? Are there any more? Are there any? Are there any uh, evidence that other people own that doll? Have like, to did be. That, is yeah. that a real doll? But I don't know if they're poking it down there. Woo! But yeah. I tell you what, number two, I, you know what? If they did the black version of that, they could just put Destiny's Child No 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 in it. In on the uh, in the right in the in the privates privates button. Okay. Okay. And you know what the no, dolls, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what these doll, dolls gonna be doing? Sang it, sang it, sang it, sang it, sang it, sang it. Is that See, real? Now you like it. See, now you like it. I don't like it. I'm gonna make fun of you. Do other people have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking. It at, sounds like a fake doll. But CBS that's News. That's pretty nasty. Uh, uh, I'm finding like multiple. Yeah, CNN.com. CBS News has it. Uh, all right, Dollgate. Stop doing that nasty shit. All right. Yo, bro. That is so. Stop first, dolls. I just, I just am like, yo, the husband. Stop, stop touching your child's toys. Well, like yeah, that. it's weird. Yeah, it was, that. was <laughs> just like, <laughs> why did he? Why was around? he the one that discovered it? Yeah, He's get the get him out of here. Poking around with that doll. Yo, somebody check that guy out. Yeah, yeah. You're, all right, you're Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. You got invite it. him to some uh, lemonade and cookies or something like that. See if yeah, he shows up. Yeah, she's a uh, she's got a little she got a little freak on it on her hands. That was weird. Yeah. So that's one of the some of the stories. Anybody got any other stories? All right, that's I have a mad big. I up. got I, I got, got more stories. Oh fuck! Mad big ups. It's not it's not a big mad big ups. It's a little mad big ups. Uh huh. Mad big ups to the original Taco Bell menu. That ends oh, today. oh yeah, fuck! That they didn't take away the Doritos tacos though. They they got rid of the quesarito. They got rid, rid of the cheesy fiesta potatoes. I don't need any of that shit. That's, I'm good. I, quesarito. Look, I, come on, the quesarito is the jam. I never had a quesarito, though. They still got the Bell Grande, though? Uh, no. Yeah. Bell Grande gone. No. Gone. What? Uh, that's whack, yo. No, that's, whoa, come on, man. Don't fuck with me. That's too. Bell, what about Nacho Supreme? I'm pulling up the menu right now. They have so any nachos? It. All right, yeah. They, they have some nachos, but, you know. R. The original Taco stuff, Bell. the R.I.P. The original, no, the original menu. I don't like OG, I'm OG, getting, OG I'm getting angry. <laughs> He's getting man, angry. Man, today, crazy. today uh, is the last day. So if you're really worried about it, you can go get some quesadillas today for the last last time. Well, I mean, with Friday? No. no, in the past, y'all missed it. If you oh yeah, y'all missed right it. Yeah, so y'all better go. <laughs> y'all better go. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> try to go back to the past. Gave you, gave you party on your. You have a birthday party. Did you, did you birthday? Uh, I worked on my birthday. You worked on your birthday. Yeah, mm. I worked on my birthday, and then I went out. 
uh, afterwards. Um, shout outs to. Did you bring him some cake? Chris Gabe's Bonner. birthday. Oh, yeah. cake! Oh, yay! Oh, happy wow. birthday! We didn't even we didn't even say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday! I, 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 thank you so much. Yeah, I think thank yeah. you so much. I kept it pretty low key. I'm not gonna eat this while um just while start I'm going doing crazy. It, cheesecake right now. Like, uh, yeah, uh, James will kill me. It uh, looks great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah, and, no, please don't. No, thank wait. Uh, I I worked that day. I took the day off after my birthday. Um, and yeah, I got off work. Uh, had some had some crumb cake that I bought crumb, some. Crumb <laughs> Why did you look at me when you said like that? Bought no, from somebody. Nice drugs gotcha. Crumb gotcha. cake. No, I had some I had some weed food and crumb ate around, cake. right when I get off work and uh, you know had some drinks and then went to Sabai had a um, uh, yeah it was great Sabai with the uh, Gabby fried and Chris. rice fried rice out of a pineapple. Got some got some uh, got a got one of those painkillers took like a million shots. Mm-hmm. And painkillers a drink by the it's way. A drink. Oh, it's wow. a drink. It's a drink, Kelly. Good for you. <laughs> and uh, it got some stir fry. It was one of those because like a, they're they're they, they social distance pretty good, so everything was outside. You know, nice. They had they had a roof over us, so in case it did like start raining, whatever. Um, you know, we have a roof over us, but it didn't rain or anything. So, but nice. it was a pretty big room outside that was uh had a hood over it, and then like um there was another table on the other side. And I think those those folks struck me as the type of people that like they're like, yo, we party, man. But but, <laughs> but they exactly have exactly who's out right now. But but <laughs> yep. But they were next to our table, and uh, I they were pissed. <laughs> they're like pissed. They're like these motherfuckers fucking yell butt sex one more time. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was a great time, and they went to, <laughs> went to the boo afterwards. Got some Word. late night uh, rendezvous drinks. James showed up. Butterfly showed up, Word. and uh, I kept it pretty low key. Um, you know. Oh, and uh, shout outs to Jorge. Uh, sent me a waffle maker. Yeah, nice. finally, finally. And that waffle maker also. Presses sandwiches. Press Very sandwiches. Good. Panini. Very good. Panini. So, uh, yeah, thanks for all the birthday wishes, by the way. Qual. <laughs> Qual. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout <laughs> out to John Sullivan, hey, too. Happy doi. birthday. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, Doi. Yeah, happy birthday to the Doi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and him share a birthday. That's right. Make sure you check out a vintage episode, uh, Jopo. Episode 39 that's out there. <laughs> Excellent artwork. Make sure y'all check that out. It's on my timeline. <laughs> Um, did you guys hear about Smash Mouth? They played a... I hear everything about Smash Mouth. They played an awesome show, dude. Huge show in uh, Sturgis, South Dakota. Um, and uh, Smash Mouth played. Um, It's good to see them winning again. It, it was a biker rally. It was a biker rally, um, ten day <laughs> festival. Smash Mouth is a bike. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's slim pickings right now. For um, this was a hey hey. I don't understand why you guys are laughing because this is a very diverse lineup right here. Let's hear it. Let's it check it me. out. First of all, Smash Mouth. Hey, hey. Trapped. Oh. Okay. You don't want to get <laughs> who's, trapped who's there. Who's trapped? It's, it's a band. They're a band. They're, a band. they're, they're huge right they're now. They're quarantining. That's <laughs> what that never means. Heard of them. <laughs> um, uh, they're the original quarantine. Yeah. Um, Buck Cherry. Oh, I, I like cocaine. that band. I love the that cocaine. That band is horrible. Oh, cr- McKay, wait. She's a crazy oh, bitch. McKay, who, said they, who said they loved that band? Is that the, you? I, I, love that. I said that. <laughs> I love that band. I love that Come song. Come on, man. You loved Dude, <laughs> they had that, good, that one good song. No. Like if anybody, that song is great. No. If anybody knows you anything like about listening song? to this podcast, no. they know I'm no. serious about everything the fuck I say. And no. I'm all lit up again. Jay the Crazy Bitch. That's the one I know. That's the only one I know. Which one is that? Which one is that? I do you all night. Wait, uh-huh. get it right on. He's like, I the Crazy Bitch. 
That's all I know. <laughs> that is so that exactly way. how the song goes. You didn't too. buy that song now. <laughs> no, fuck it. No, they're like. I mean, no, they're like they're 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 like Steel Panther, but they're completely serious yeah, about it. Yeah, they're one hundred percent serious. They're rock stars, man. We talk about. He's still rocking leather right now. Oh, oh Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. Shout out. Oh, McCain, wait. Oh, McCain, wait. Oh, no, that one. Uh, I love the cocaine. Oh. I love the cocaine. <laughs> oh, McCain, wait. Oh, McCain, wait. Uh. I would suggest you touch me. I didn't write this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, Night Ranger. They had hits. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Can you take? No, no, actually, I like that. That's Sam Yankees. So far, so far of of those three bands, Night Ranger is my favorite. (laughs) That's fucked up, man. You know what? I think, I think, I think I agree. Oh, this is no Night Ranger. Lit is playing. Lit. Oh, oh no. Oh, like a lit song or two. What are they on? I mean, they're pretty what lit. Tell me why. Yes, it is. Look it up. Look it up. That's a good song. I hate that. Don't you fucking question my goddamn weight question. That lit of some 41. Yeah, don't question that shit. Don't question I my questionability. I think lit is correct, but some 41. That song's pretty lit. 38 Special. 38 Special is playing. Uh, another title. What's, what, their, what was their song? I don't know that one. That one's on. 38 Special was uh, they had, they, uh, 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 up on a down nine. Yeah, that kind of funky. No, that sounds pretty funky. Yeah, that shit's funky. That shit's actually bad. Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. Yeah, and Big Skillet. So, don't not familiar with Big Skillet. Yeah, well, oh man, Big Skillet. That sounds like the name of like somebody's rapper. We got Big Skillet. We got Chicken Foot. Dude, like Big Skillet, but. That's chicken like, foot wouldn't play at this shit. That, yeah, they're, they're, chicken they're foot wouldn't play that. Chicken foot wouldn't play this shit. Exactly. Ted Nugent foot, chicken foot. I think Ted Nugent already did chicken a foot goddamn, would definitely uh, play this shit. I, no, they would They already did a Zoom thing. They're serious about COVID. Rat would play this fucking shit. Rat would play the fuck out of this fucking shit right here. Here I am. Round and round. They don't oh, have to, dude. One. They're in commercials now. Uh, yeah, they can make money from that commercial. They yeah. can stay in their old asses at home. Well, Swat, Smash, right. uh, Smash Mouth dude said, um, "We're all." We're all here together tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said we all here. We all here together tonight. Fuck that COVID shit is what he said. <laughs> Basically, he said all y'all gonna die. So that's what he said. Yeah, that fuck y'all. That's ten thousand of y'all. All, he's like, you know, no, two hundred fifty thousand. He's like, yo, man, I've come a long way from playing food festivals. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm man. glad we started the no bread policy at all the Smash Mouth shows. <laughs> Yeah, they have the biker rally. We have burritos. We don't have no bread. The no ba- sandwiches. They call it the biker rally. Call it. I'm like, can you play our biker rally? They're like, is anybody there going to have bread? Yeah. Well, they have a hoagie rolls. Nah, I don't know. Man, dude. Um, oh, Tech Nine did play there like a couple nights ago. Tech Nine. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that happened. Wow. So they, people went to go see Smash Mouth. And uh, hey, look, that's kind of a heavy. It's kind of a heavy lineup. That's good for them, man. You know, I mean, this it's working out. I for didn't them. know Thirty Eight Special was still playing. Thirty Eight Special, they're well, still around, these bro. These bands are like they're one or two original members, and then you know. I mean, I think it's like the other Van Zant left, and uh, from like the Skinner family, and then that's it. That's like really the only distinctive dude in the band. You know, yeah. that's pretty much it. But you know, yeah, Van Zant. Special. Um, we're supposed to do one of these. Um, we're supposed to do one of these co- drive-in shows. 
coming up pretty soon. For real? Yeah. Gonna do it. Yeah. That's gonna be fun, man. I'm interested. In, I'm like, I'm like, we're gonna be on stage. I guess every all of us are trying to figure out what to do with about music, right? So it's just like, it's gonna be on one of these stages, and people are gonna be in their cars. So it's like, do they like beep or something when they when they like uh, it? From what I've heard about comedy shows, <laughs> I was gonna say something. Yeah, they uh, they beep, and sometimes they flash their headlights, which is That's a better. very well, if it's you know the car is better, but if you're the person standing on whatever is the it's makeshift like, stage, it looks like you're about to be like run over by a bunch of people because they flash their high beams and they beep, and it's like sounds terrifying. Well, I'll be taking videos from the stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, it's I mean, pretty futuristic. I don't know. Uh, are you they going to have PA systems at shows anymore, or are they just going to have no, people? It's the PA. Well, I'm saying, are they just going to have people tune into a, a short? Wave radio station. Th- I feel like that's that wouldn't be as good. Yeah, that's not as good. Th- there's a PA at the one that we're doing for the city stadium. Uh, but anyway, creative, right? Weird. Yeah, they've got those pod shows happening, uh, like in Europe. Those like tiny little circles of risers with all spread out in, oh, in a big ass field. You know, mm. people gonna figure. They gonna figure it out. If yeah, you, they, they gonna are. figure it out. No, they are figuring it out. They're yeah. doing a lot of shows. Yeah. There's a lot of comedy shows that are starting to happen and. You know, again, I've seen actually a lot of cool shows that uh, some musicians have been live streaming and, like, really preparing for, but, like, really doing a beautiful, good-looking show with, like, multiple cameras. They're playing, you know, fine music, but they just, like, good musicianship, all that shit. But it's, like, people are, like, catching on to that, and it's a way for them Figure to... Figure it out. They support themselves, and there's a way to just, like, go straight to their source and, and send them a PayPal or whatever, you know. It's cool. I mean, I love seeing that shit. Yeah, me too. I'm loving seeing yeah. all, all the kind of, You know, because it just doesn't... It's not safe for everybody to do everything out here. Yeah. But, you know, there are places where there's, you know... There seems to be a lower number of cases or whatever, so people are doing tours there, doing all kinds of weird shit, whatever. But you know, nah, I don't know about all that. But so, there are outside there shows. Are, they're out you there know, figuring out how to do outside shows. I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, but here we go. Until outside, you went pretty weird. Yeah. What about in the winter? You think you go, we think we're going to be? <laughs> we're going to be outside in the I winter. I think live music so, is man. over, yeah. and the world is going to be fucked up for like five years. Yeah, it's going to be different. Outside. I played outside in the winter. If they have heaters on the stage, yeah, sure. I've played in the winter. Yeah, I got to make a new contract. Fun, but I've that's done what, it. That's what yeah, it is. I need done a it. new contract for sure. Yeah, add some heaters in that. Yeah, put some heaters in there. Put some heaters up on the fucking stage. You know what I'm saying? You know, heater for my feet. Ugh. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to dance to keep my feet warm. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not like a lyric. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about the dance not to keep, dance to keep, keep me warm. Me warm. Yeah, I like that. Hey. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, I'm going to give right now just a little shout out to a guy that I feel like does not get any credit at all. Fantastic drummer, fantastic producer, Naralda Michael Walden. Drummer that used to play with uh, Mahavishnu. He produced for uh, Whitney Houston, oh, Aretha Franklin. He is now the new drummer in Journey. Oh wow! And he put out a new, he's putting out a new record, like a fusion record. And he always just has a positive attitude, and he's just done some classic ass music. And I don't think people give him any any props because there's really no way to call him. He's kind of like he's kind of a weird dude, you know, for real. I don't think like for real. I think he like had his first kid like ever like took a couple years ago, and he's like way old. You know, is this the guy doing... that played on Apocalypse? Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Like the second iteration clip, clip of Maha Vishnu, whatever. Uh, yeah, I play a little bit of it. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you want to, you want to throw me that, uh, oh, it's throw me that jam or whatever. I think they have a song on here. Yeah, play that joint. All right. 
He's a fucking genius ass drummer. Virtuosity and shit. Such a good ass drummer, dude. This is recorded at his, his own studio, Tarpan Studios, you know. I think these are all like new cats or whatever. This is the one that just came out? It literally just came out. Who's on it? Let me take a look here. It's on here. I think it's on this. I think it's on this article. But It's got um, that 12-string McLaughlin guitar. Yeah, that's. it's like literally sounds like that kind of, kind of shit right here. All right, so the guitar's name is uh, Matthew Charles... Hewlett, okay. um, bassist Angeline Saris, and keyboardist Frank uh, Martin. And his band is called Thunder. Um, so, anyways, but That's you know, sounds really good. The cat has been like uh, producing and you know writing, playing. You know, really, I think he doesn't get the credit because he went straight up from jazz to like complete pop music. And I think that's like kind of confusing for some guys, or maybe they're just they're just mad jealous. I don't know because it's like, I mean, those songs are super sugary. I get it, but God damn it, I mean, those are awesome pop hooks. Like, yeah, the Aretha yeah. Franklin shit is fucking awesome. The Who's the What's that other song? Freeway. Oh, that was the the resurgence. That shit is that's fucking, resurgence, yeah. That shit is gross. Um, and the Whitney Houston stuff. That shit. I want to dance with somebody. He makes money off of that shit to this day. Wow. You know that shit keeps this probably keeps the studio open and everything. You know the whole nine. So, um, Neralda Michael Walken. I follow. You know I follow all these cats on wow. on Facebook. Neralda. Um, uh, he did that. Preston Glass. Why well, do I think that was? The other dude. Who? Uh, I thought it was Randy Jackson did. He did Journey in the in the, in the the 80s. He did Journey in the yeah, 80s. But, with, but I'm saying in, for production stuff. Who was it that he worked with? Uh, he worked with Dion Ferris in the 90s. Okay. Um, but, like, he worked with other artists. I think he was, like, Mariah Carey and stuff like Mariah that. Yeah, like, but, uh, yeah, in the, in the 80s, he was more of a session guy. Yeah, he was they, playing the, bass in the 80s. Playing bass yeah. more. He was doing 90s more he was doing. Production yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that. But, uh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, definitely check uh, Rod and Michael Walden because I feel like he should get uh, serious props. He's just, like, a genius fucking... Oh, my God. The shit the, the shit he did in the 70s with uh, with Mahavishnu, yeah. I don't think people... I still haven't found anybody that can play, like, how he played. Like, that, played, that dude played with just, like, a fucking energy and chops that I have never heard before. Like, I feel like his chops, they were, like... They were like Billy Cobham's, but they were like, I don't know, more intense or something. Mm-hmm. Like he would like he would go more ham with the single stroke shit, like all over Man. the whole drum kit, and just crush 
life. Yeah, like, put, it, put it in the links. Put it in man, the links. I'm gonna the, yeah. the whole. I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna put all that shit in the in the damn shit. So, I, uh, uh, what else you got? I, have you guys heard Stay. about? This is a wrestling related thing, but it's a ex wrestling guy, uh, Marty Janetti. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, I remember Marty Janetti. Yeah. Okay, so Marty Janetti, fucking, uh, he. Uh, the the hex the headline is X W W E star Marty Jannetty addresses claim he made a man disappear alleges self defense <laughs> from rape. Uh, so basically, I'm just gonna I don't need to read all this word for it. I'm gonna break it down. Send he, that in the shit. He worked at a bowling alley, uh, and he like worked in the back and stuff. And he was 13, and there was a guy that worked at the front desk that everybody would buy weed from. And the guy was, like, way bigger. Uh, not too much bigger. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say for Marty Jannetty, probably not way bigger. Because he was a huge guy. And at 13, he was already pretty big. But anyway, went to go buy a bag of weed. The guy uh, said, all right, let's go to my car. And he said that when they're in the car and he's buying the weed, the guy, like, grabbed his dick and stuff. And he's like, oh, what's this? And he's like, uh, <laughs> the quote is, uh no or something it's no. like like his quote is like <laughs> oh. no absolutely yeah he goes he grabbed me down there and he goes what's this and i was like nah nah i jumped back <laughs> and then he basically says that the guy tried to drag him into the alley behind the bowling alley and uh remove his pants and then he goes i probably don't need to say this but there was a brick laying there janetti said uh, what I said in my Facebook post, I'm not going to lie about nothing. What are you going to do when you're 13? And uh, I can't say he deserved to be killed. I didn't say I killed him. It literally is worded like that. Oh, and my God. Oh, he's quote, trying to, he's like like trying to be funny? Mid-word, uh, wow. In mid-word, it is like, he goes, I can't say he deserved to be killed. I didn't say I killed him. <laughs> I can't say he deserved to die, but he deserved to get uh, his ass beat. And when I was beating him in the head with a brick, I was only trying to beat his ass. I wasn't trying to kill him. That is one of the most backwards things I've heard. Man, why, uh, why did he say this at all? Is this in an interview? He, yeah. What? No, no. He just posted it on Facebook. Just a random think, post? I think because he was threatening someone else. Like, oh. And, and oh. saying, I've made people I've done this before. before. Oh, man. Uh, Chill out, Marty Janetti. Uh, okay, oh, so... Uh, people God. are having a really hard time in this quarantine. Yeah, no, that's really stupid. Well, He's trying to sound badass. It, just, it, it, dude, it, how old is that guy? He's got to be in his late 40s or 50 by now. Oh. now. But uh, so it gets better. Um, back where he lived in Columbus, uh, the Columbus Police Department is looking into missing persons cases from that time oh. and in that area just in case he's not just talking out his ass. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, you go. Can you imagine? Oh, they haven't found anything. They haven't yet. found anything. Oh, okay. goes, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is the best part. Uh, this is the best thing from an interview. Right. I want to find. I couldn't find the audio of this interview, and I don't know if it exists. I think it was just released in text form. But he says, "Can you imagine dragging a guy? He's just tried to fuck you in the ass. Can you imagine dragging him in the river and throwing him in, and then uh, finding out on the nudes the dude is missing? Uh, uh, you know that dude, and you know more than that." That fucking affected me bad, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> he might have real trauma. He needs to go talk to somebody. Oh, he yeah, definitely has it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 
he might have imagined this, but he definitely said that the Chattanooga River is where the cops should have looked. Send, send that in the thread so I know that's, how yeah, to that's absolutely. Story or whatever. Because yeah, that's oh, that's another Mad Big Ups from WWF Kamala. But I forget his Kamala. real name. Yeah, really. The first yeah. James Kamala Harris. WWE legend Kamala. That's the way. He's a he was from Mississippi. And one of the, it wasn't that many black wrestlers, period, you know. And I he remember was like, Kamala. Yeah, and he was one of them, and uh, he fought against Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker, that crew of wrestlers. Died of, uh, you know, complications of COVID. Damn. He, he was di- already diabetic and doing pretty bad, you know, as an, yeah. old, as an old man. Some, sometimes, like, if you don't keep up with, when you get, become huge like that, you know, those yeah. guys that are actually big, 350 pounds, yeah. you know, you know if, you, if you don't really work out or have some somebody that can help you with the eating, like when you get your old, heart just, you just, just fall apart. Like a old lot of them die from heart stuff. disease, yeah. yeah, because you you can't pump the blood when you're like, you know, uh, almost seven feet tall. Yeah. Not everybody, three hundred pounds, big ups. Not a, not everybody was seen like athletes back then, so they were not no. taking care of themselves in that kind of way. They're just at eating all. real bad. They're just eating horrible. Eating real real bad. Man, I watched um, some of those old NFL films, uh, documentary footage. You ever seen any of that stuff? It has amazing music. Anyway, you look on the hmm. sidelines. Some of the football players are just like eating hot dogs. Really? Like during the game. During the game. Yeah, it's dogs. like now you would see they would only have protein powders and all this crazy, but they're just eating hot dogs for real, like on the field. That's a big deal. I think yeah. I heard um, the good old I days. heard Mike Tyson talking in an in interview about, I think it might have even been his podcast. He might have been inter- interviewing someone else, but he was just talking about how different dieting is as an athlete now than it was back in the 80s and shit like that. That's what he does during his podcast mostly is just talk at his guest. He doesn't even. <laughs> that's what I think. That's what the, sh- the show is for, really. Yeah, so pretty much what the show is. I, I want to hear Mike Tyson talk. I don't really care about whoever showed up. To no, I don't even like remember. Him, I would like him to. We ask don't even remember don't who even, it was. I don't, I don't even remember who the person was he was talking to. Yeah. No, that's the problem. It's, that's the problem with some of the episodes. I'm no, like, that's I, what I, makes I would, him good, man. No, he just had, he asked one question. He's like, so uh, where did it come from? And then like, unless they're from New York, and then he's like, I'm a you nigga from. You know, and then he brings up Brooklyn or whatever, yeah. and then that's fine. But if anybody else, he's just like, "Where'd you come from?" And then he'll just start talking about boxing. No, uh, no, nah, nah, I'm with it. I yeah. want to hear all of Mike Tyson's crazy stories. Yeah. The episode, the, uh, one of the best ones is uh, the Mike Epps episode because him and Mike Epps met in, met in jail. Oh, uh, I like need to see that one. Indianapolis or something. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need so to watch that one. Okay. that one is awesome. I don't know if the, <laughs> I, I I didn't know that show was filmed until recently. I saw it on YouTube. Oh really? And I was like, oh, I should watch some of them. But yeah, the Mike wow. Epps episode. Of that oh, you show. didn't know that was on. You, you were just listening to. It. I was just listening to it. Oh, okay. The Mike yeah. Epps episode is incredible. No, it's crazy because they're just they're just. I mean, like, I mean, Mike is just getting. I mean, depending on the guest, you know, just getting he takes ripped. it real serious. He's like, I hated myself back then. I was a horrible person. Well, it just. <laughs> No, he those um dude, the Sugar Ray one, I think I talked about it on the podcast. The Sugar Ray uh episode is serious. Oh yeah. Sugar Ray Robinson, he uh no, Sugar Ray Leonard. Leonard. He got he got real serious about him because he just was like that was his idol. Oh yeah. That was his guy. And There's he some was, good ones, man. He really he cries a lot during that episode. <laughs> man. A lot to Sugar Ray. And Sugar Ray is like the sweetest dude in the world. He's so the nicest he boxer him. I think I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. But no, <laughs> yeah. he still was cold as fuck though. Oh yeah. Sure. No, he I didn't know. He was he was he was he was top top the, uh there's an episode with uh Michael Buffer, you know, the guy who the let's get ready Michael? to rumble. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, he invented that. that phrase. And it's like he watched Mike Tyson from he was when he was like a kid. 
mm-hmm. being a boxer. And so it's like he has oh, wow. he saw the whole rise of this kid. Oh. It's like yo, and it's it's like the best some of the best episodes. You know, I need to check out that people one. who knew Mike Tyson when he was young and watched him become a prodigy and watch him go to jail and then watch him come back and it's like you know watch him get his life together. Yeah, they're just like Mike. We're so proud of you. <laughs> You're the fourth to be reckoned with. Mm. Anyway. That was, all right, was that? I, all right, I got one. Right. <laughs> Kelly's looking at me like I thought that was a uh, that was my Mike Tyson. Who's the fourth, oh, we got it. Who's the fourth, fourth to be reckoned? I'll eat your children. Who's the fourth to be reckoned? <laughs> told, uh, I'll fuck t- you till you love me. Yeah, they told uh, man, <laughs> Holy Holyfield. Holy <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fuck you till you love me. Oh, I'll eat your children. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll eat your children. <laughs> what? <laughs> like a troll, like a bridge <laughs> troll. <laughs> I'll eat your fucking children. I'll kill everybody. Oh man, he was he was scary. Back that was then. back in the day. That was awesome. Yeah, what you get? Oh, uh, win for brown people. Okay. <laughs> All okay. right, kind of. Let's see how the hell y'all think about this. Kamala? No, not her. Oh. Yeah, stay away from that. Uh, the Pamunkey <laughs> Indian tribe, Native oh, American yeah. tribe. Do you the know what, about what? Pamunkey. Okay. They are, they're, they're local. They're more local than us. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra local. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty local. Uh, yeah, but they, it says, uh, in Richard VA, uh, Pamunkey Indian tribe continues to reclaim what was once theirs. The entity tied to the tribe purchased 12.4 acres at uh, 1120 Gordon Avenue in Manchester for $4 million of city property, uh, as city pro- property records show. Hmm. The Pamunkey spokesperson confirmed the deal. The seller was an entity tied to local development firm R.J. Smith. The deal comes about six months after the Pamunkey announced their plans to build a $350 million casino and hotel in Manchester. Oh, yeah. Yes. I heard about this. Oh, yes. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, no. So they got the land now. They got the land. They got the funds. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Finally. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> they're like, they're like they're come back. And by the way, this in is... Uh, in Manchester. If I, if, I could, if, I could, if I could give you how far back this this tribe goes this is this is pocahontas's tribe mm-hmm. i know they're this, just this like yo, about time they've been had casinos on the, on the west coast i mean they've been they've been doing they've been they've been buying up uh, little properties throughout the area yeah we're just kind of doing uh, it low key or whatever it's probably the most it's probably the most high key I, high profile purchase they've made yeah. i don't think this sure. is going to be an overall win for the brown people of the community Putting a, a casino in there, I think, is not going Something to be Something that makes money? This is like a gig for y'all, straight up. Y'all yeah, can I'm play the casino like fucking. I was just the only thing week. I was thinking about. I was like, you didn't have gigs up in there? I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you gonna have gigs. We back, baby. gigs up in there? We back, baby. Because like, casinos bring huge acts. You know what I mean? We don't have that kind of culture. Like, Las Vegas culture yeah. is like I some think- act that we would never see will come play a, cas- a casino. Comedy yeah. is one, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, we have that casino in Southside, and they bring in, like, impersonators. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, this, like, Elvis is coming. It's like, Elvis is dead. He's yeah. not coming yeah. to the casino <laughs> on Mythlopian hey, Turnpike. I'm, not, I'm yeah. looking for a little better than Elvis <laughs> they bring the, yeah. they bring yeah. the They bring <laughs> the some real versions. acts. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. live ones. How about Bill Burr? They'll ring the Temptations or, uh, Review know, or something. You probably would play yeah. somewhere big. Yeah. Look, uh, I'm going to save my predictions. Play. I'm all about them. Save re- your predictions. Save your predictions. Oh, I'm, all, I'm all about them, like, you good. know, having their land back and everything. So that's always nice. What they choose to do with it, that's up to them. We mean their Sell land. Sell stuff. Wow. That's, that's, what do you mean? There. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What I mean? There, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> no, just chill. Don't even say it like that. No, though. I mean, don't say, just chill, though. It feels weird. It just feels weird. Stop, nah, trying, just, stop trying to get awake. Stop no, trying no, to wake but, up. Yeah, man. Just chill, man. We're trying to wake up, Kelly. No, no. It's cool, man. You, you ain't woke. No, no. I'm, I'm, you sleep. No, I'm, I'm there. Super well. I, yeah, I, as in the land that I'm not even, belongs to them. You I don't even know what that means anymore. You sleep now. <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> you sleep right now. Oh, you fools asleep. Yeah. 
God. <laughs> I don't know sleep. I don't know what we sleep awoke. I don't know where we yeah, are anymore, I don't man. Think, yeah, I don't think like uh, I, I don't know about. I didn't even know there was a casino out in Southside. I just like to yeah. me, I was convinced all the closest and maybe cool casinos were either DC or Baltimore. Yeah, no, I mean, the, to me, Which, just, I don't, those, even know I don't where think those are cool either. I think Atlantic City is the closest yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So there's yeah. A, there's quite a few up there. I played yeah. a casino in Baltimore uh, like a couple years ago. Oh, hell yeah. yeah! I mean, it was cool. kind of nice. I played a casino. I didn't leave. I didn't yeah, leave the, the casino. The Trump I stayed one, in there. The Trump one. That's like where Jarrell he plays there up there all the time and shit. You know what I'm saying? Casino, which you can get the R&B off up there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Man, the brass band. We played at some casino in Connecticut, maybe. Yeah, the Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. And uh. Oh, yeah. They had a big ass theater in it, and Kevin Hart was there. It's yeah. just like we saw. Well, we just heard. Sun a, we just, a lot of. We, okay, a lot of acts, like huge. Yeah, huge man, acts. casinos bring acts. That's the only thing I care about. Yeah, but, but they don't. If they bring trash acts, I'm gonna be sad. No, no, that, they'll be. Uh, they'll be good. They bring real. <laughs> we acts have here. no idea though. <laughs> no, yeah. I want to see Kevin Nealon. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want. I want Pamunky to bring the Pafunky. Well, you, oh, you want to see like the Ohio players? Yeah, Reu- reunion tour. Sure. Yeah. That'd or be tight. or that'd be tight. The time would be fine. Time. I'm with it. I'll t- I'll take cameo with just uh, just Larry Blackman. Just a couple of them. Yep. I'm down you with that. Do you know how big though th- this uh the casino is going to be? Like how large or is it? It, did, it, uh, didn't, it didn't give it, too it, many. It, it, didn't, it did not specify. It just said how big the purchase was, and they're putting a lot of money towards it. I think they're putting more. I think the the, the how mu- do they say how big the plot of land was? Um, he said it's it. Twenty. No. Yes. Twelve point four acres. Okay. That's that's, that's pretty. That's a, that's a pretty big spot for one building and four million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you guys also think parking and stuff. It's like a hotel, that. you know. Four it's a million. Hotel. Hotel, so, yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. It's a hotel and casino. That's fire. That's I think tight. that's. I think that's gonna be cool. A hotel and casino. That would be cool. And so, like, yeah, the actual land that purchase. Some money. The actual land purchase was four million dollars. The purchase of the casino and hotel. That's just the land. But yeah, it's it's not yeah, much for, for, land. for land. For land. Well, well it's because yeah. the but, tribe. It's like that's the, that's why. Because, oh, it would okay. be way more if it was like commercial stuff, okay. right? Whatever, yeah. It's just the start, really. But yeah. the the actual purchase of the casino and hotel, how much was it putting it? Three hundred fifty million dollars. Woo. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Cool. There so, it is. There it go. That would be fire. It's for gonna that be a community. lot of jobs. That would be really good for that community, right? Yeah. Stony can't real. take credit for any of it. He can take credit for weed. He can totally take credit for it. Oh, He's well, still I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> take credit for it. I got an article. No, it was the, it was the. I got the, an article about him the monkey too. Monkey drive that, that yeah. took the initiative. He can be not like him. He can be like I. I told I them it was a good this. idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's how it yeah, goes. He's gonna try to take credit for it. <laughs> no, hindsight is gonna be. Thing didn't work out. His hindsight is gonna be like so genius. Oh yeah, everything Actually, he's Stone, he's Stone like, I just, talked about that before. Stony just came out like he just had this great idea. Nobody's ever had it in their entire lives. He just uh, he he calls on the general assembly to legalize marijuana uh, during a special session for. We've heard this before. Schools. I don't or know. for to pay for the schools. To pay Everything's for schools. to pay for the schools. Yeah, anything. We, to pay we, for the any, anything but actually just give them money. Actually, anything but that. Them money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got another place we can get it from though. Look, look, we can totally I, I, get it from can, the weed. Now. I, got, I got these lemonade stands. We can look, sell cookies. Look, we can we can <laughs> make money off this crack. I'm just telling you that right now this could fund the percentage schools is right going here. to schools though. Yeah, we could change this to really could turn around. No, it's just one of those things. Ah, God. I mean, I think we all see it. Just like it's okay. I mean, no, it's a great idea, but it's kind of like one of these things like, dude, 
How long you been around for, bro? Don't lie, man. <laughs> How long you been around for, bro? Yeah, bro, he's like, he's doing it on the way out. He knew what he's doing. He's because he's, go, he's gonna run for something else. Now he's he's woke now. Oh yeah, he's mad woke. Now he woke. Now. He's gonna be able to take credit for it. It's because this is one of those things about being a local person that like you know when you see uh, a mayors from other cities, you go like that guy seems all right. And that's but everyone that lives in the city is just like that fucking guy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're actually hands on, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. you can you see all the bullshit. But if you just look at his resume, it's gonna look incredible. When he runs oh, totally. for something, yeah. you know, because yeah. he he did get the statues taken down. He like it, we we'll go. It's only because we almost killed him. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah. kind of depends on yeah. on who's in office when it happened. Honestly, totally. when when yep. when like uh, let's see, who was in office when uh, when uh, Osama got shot? That was, that was Obama. Obama. That was Obama. Yeah, but he, so could, he, he but got he, that. But he got that. But you know, he got that. He got that. He yep. But if it, if it happened a couple years earlier, Bush might have got it. He might have gotten all the glory. Mm-hmm. It's just timing. Sometimes. Well, it's gonna they be both, they both killed a lot of Muslims. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a hard, hard for sure. It's hard That's one, one thing call. for sure. But you know who got yeah, the America. who got the one? Who one. got the main one? Who got the main <laughs> one? Okay, so that, yeah. it just it's timing. Now, sometimes you know what that was did uh, Saddam Hussein? Oh. What did he fall under? That was still under Bush, though, right? Or was that I think beginning of still, Obama? I think that's still that been Obama. No, I think that might have been Barry. Yeah, I mean, it started under Hussein? Bush. Start, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying when Hussein he was out was of, out of pa- came out of uh, power, but not then, but because then there was later on when he was Bush killed when him. they found him. Yeah. That was that was, was that was well, Obama, Bush really. started. The he thing, started the thing. There's yeah, somebody yeah. like listening to us right now, just screaming at him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, we and don't guess, know. And guess what? We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> I don't know why James asked. No, whatever. <laughs> Y'all on Facebook all the time saying shit you don't know. Fuck off. All right. Fuck off. All right, guys. Relax, mom. Fuck off. So it was Barry or Bush. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Really. All the same. They're basically the same guy. All right. Well, I think that's it. Thanks, guys. One. I don't know. Uh, it's just not going to be as good anymore. All right. We'll save it next time. We'll save it next time. Yeah. Save it for next week. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Hustle Season. Make sure you follow us Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. We have more coming soon. So much fucking shit. We are so excited for the shit that we are doing right now. We appreciate everyone supporting us. And make sure you check us out everywhere. We'll be back next week. Every Friday, make sure you check us out. We have more podcasts Flavor coming Project. soon. Yeah, Flavor Project. Flavor Project. You guys right more podcasts. Out on streaming. No, anything? Okay. A new still... SOS is coming on the way. Sweet, sweet. And I got, I got some more. Uh, I got another episode in the tuck and more things I'm working on. So we appreciate everyone for supporting us. And we will holler at you soon. Thank you so much! Culture, I should guess you really covered this in my show. Um, yeah. <laughs> should never say that ever. Again. Jerk off culture, <laughs> Jerk off culture. go jo- ahead. Yeah, I call, it's late. called Jopo culture. That's uh, what it's called. No, it's no not. you don't have to pass out afterwards because you're not trying to pass out in the middle of the day. In, uh, in jail. No, you gotta. I mean, yeah, you, you are in jail for sure. Somebody, somebody might get mad at you. Like, somebody might fuck some, you when well, you're not looking. Well, no, somebody <laughs> might get somebody might get mad at you because they're like, man, he's Look been jerking off. He's been jerking off all day. What the fuck are you doing?
it's like, it's like, what do you mean? Like my cellmate, you know, I gave him 15 minutes and he's just been up all day. And you Bruh. just walked in like, you were just sleeping the whole time, you fucking asshole. Ah! <laughs> you sleeping. Dude. Don't get me started on the jail shit. Because you know what? Because I've been watching. Because you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, no, not really. I know not I really? You didn't no, get, not really. In, no, I, was, I don't. Where were you at? No, I was thank in, you. I was in. I was in. Yeah, I was in Henrico. Where were you at, bro? Don't worry, don't worry about where I was. Don't worry about where I was. <laughs> I got it. Like somewhere somewhere yeah, nicer, I guess. Shit is still different for nah. me out here. Don't worry about it. All right. I was in Richmond for a couple nights, but I didn't have to do any time time in there. No, I've been watching this. I've been watching Love After Lockup or whatever. Oh, man. That's a, that's a, that is ultra trashy, man. Oh, that is so, so trash, wow. man. So dumb. It's I, really, I, I watched it for a second. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I should man, be watching this. <laughs> there, was, there was one that I saw where the girl, like the, the guy was in prison and the girl was waiting for him. He gets out and like ditches her like within the first I'm, like, I'm watching that season. And like her friend is like, what did you expect, honey? He's he he's from prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this 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 one is really fucked up. This dude has been talking to this woman for three years. She was in for fraudulent checks and shit like that. She gets out. She literally they t- he takes her to the to get her hair done. She spends like about like eight hundred bucks, like like quick. You know, wine and everything at the thing. Cut to the next day. They're gonna get married. She's like five hours late to the thing because she like went in it went and got crack, and he didn't know that she smoked crack, and so he found out and had to tell his mom that she smokes crack, and then because he had to tell his mom because then later because <laughs> then later they get all fucked up they get all fucked up and she's like I need more crack or whatever okay. and she took she took his rental car and just like disappeared and then so he wow. had to call he was calling his mom like crying and shit. And it's like it's so sad because wow. then he's because the whole time he's just like I hope she's okay you know and it's like that rental car costs like about twenty one grand or some wow. shit for him it's just so sad I'm so, just like this is the saddest shit of all time man, man. it's fifty five more episodes dude, for this what, season what type man. of dude was he like oh, he's what a type loser. of person like I mean complete loser he's sad man man there's uh, he's I never was... been he's never been in love I think he's probably like fuck two chicks like ever <laughs> I saw an episode of Forensic Files and it was this dude he was a total he was a total asshole. That been in jail for some other shit, for some shit, you know, in the mm-hmm. past or whatever. Uh, and then this little girl, she gets attacked in the house that he lives near, and she thought that uh, it was him that did it. Uh, t- but he, at the time, he was living like two hours away. Oh, but no. he, you know, so the family, it's like his niece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they go to court, and then they go to court. His niece is, uh, you know, accuse him of like uh, sexual assault and like. <sighs> Killing his her grandma or whatever. Wow. She and they go to court. She looks at him, points at him, says he did it. You know, she's like six. You know, he goes to jail. You know, they this never. This is a Law and Order. Episode. This is yeah, it's a uh, Forensic Files. So they, uh, they he, did one like this. He goes to he goes to jail. Yeah. Uh, no, all, none of the adults think he did it. They're like there. There was no evidence of him doing it. It was just yeah. her saying it, and she was six. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman tries to get. She finds evidence of that. Tries to get a new case denied. They find some other uh, evidence of, like, you know, foul play. He actually tries to get a new case. Denied. So his wife, this is, like, you know, a few years into him being in prison for this for rape and murder right now. At least, right. like, 10 probably or something, No, it's, right? like, four or five years oh, okay. Okay. Of, of prison, you okay. know. And then he... Then he asks... He finally gets the, the money together to... Uh, get his own case files sent to him from jail. Right, right. Well, because the house, the house that had all his files in it, mysteriously also got burned down while he was in prison. Of course, oh, really? of course. Yeah. So, yeah. so he spent the money. He's the. He said it cost twenty eight dollars, and he was only making four dollars every two weeks or something. Wow. 
wow. Which is, first of all, you know he was a wild asshole that nobody in his family would come up off the $30 that's, to help him out. Hey, yeah, that's, that's rough. It's rough yeah. out here. <laughs> you know, he was a total jerk. It's rough out here. Yeah. Anyway, he goes and he finds out that there was a whole other witness to the thing that said that they saw this guy looking around for a dead body or some shit before. And his prosecution just didn't have it in the thing. Oh, okay. They find it, uh, and, and she figures out it's this guy who literally lived next door to... The, the woman that got killed. What? Right? They found and that. They, they blamed and, it and, on. Dude, it gets crazier. Oh. And they had blamed it on him, right? Mm. She goes they, and sells all that shit to the judge. They deny him giving a tri- getting another trial again. What? Oh, so yeah. she has DNA evidence. She's like, oh, uh, she says that, yo, she had been watching a lot of forensic files. Of course. <laughs> and saw on how, forensic files. On forensic files. And she saw how they were collecting forensics. And she's like, I'm going to follow this dude around. I started, she started following people around and getting forensics of off of everyone in the neighborhood. And she finds this, the one guy in that he lived there. He had been arrested already. Turns out he was in the same pod as the dude that was in jail for the crime. Wow. He was in jail with wow. him and for another crime. Fucking, oh, and it was a payback? And he was there. Wow. No, he was just there. He oh, was just, just a random, he's just a random but asshole he that commits the crime. Pod. He was but in the he's same in the pod. Dude. That's yeah. crazy. So this woman who's been doing all these DNA samples, she gets him to wait for him to not be looking and he steals a cigarette butt in the cafeteria of the a, jail. It's always a cigarette butt. And, and, and smuggles it, the DNA evidence back out of the prison for her to test. Mm. And then they figure out that that guy, uh, you know, the DNA test shows that he didn't commit the crime. Mm. Yeah. But like, it didn't, that was the only way he got out of prison. That's crazy. And then wow. they get out of prison. She's been working, this is six years. You know, his wife has been helping him with this shit. Mm. They get out of prison. And they, oh, six they, years, that's not bad. Six years of, of prison and working on it. You know, she's been busting her ass trying yeah. to get it out. Yeah. It's been, it goes boom. Like six months later, they, they break up, divorce. Whoa, whoa. No. He rose out, and she was on the episode like, you know, part of his, uh, you know, he was in prison for a long time, and I guess part of him coming up with a new life meant that, you know, we couldn't stay together. You know, they have kids, so, like, I guess he's still st- doing his part with the kids or whatever, but, like, all that shit, you know, whoa. just, like, Damn. get out of prison, boom, new, I, the breakup, boom, six dude, years in prison. Think, just think I mean, most of time that really should happen, though, I mean, for real. He's in prison for rape and for child rape and murder, man, like, who knows what the fuck uh, was happening to him yeah. in prison yeah. for who six knows? straight years. Man, so what is his, he has no compensation whatsoever for this, is there a, I didn't see nothing like that, other than him saying, the, uh, like, they know, he was just talking shit, he has a fedora on, and he's, like, playing some blues rock at the camera, like, yeah, you know, I was, I had to solve my own case, I turned my bed into a desk and with just a pen and pencil and he no, has like a fedora on like a no, legit like no, blues no, fedora no way. and he like looks at the camera like he's a total badass like yeah they thought I only had a fifth grade education. It's an oh. cr- amazing episode of Forensic Files. I'll, I'll figure what? out which one it is yeah, and send it please. to the thread. <laughs> no, they, they made that classic they, they, episode. Classic. They made some, he's like, we made some babies after a George Thurgood concert. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it he's was like, a classic. B.B. King's my idol. And he was, he's insufferable, this guy. But he, was, in, he was innocent, though. My guitar, could, my guitar is my could, mistress. If you could compare this gentleman to a, uh, a celebrity... Um, Who does he look like? I need a vi- I because uh, I, I have so many different possibilities. He kind of looks like the, like coach or something, you know, like the dude that played White coach. Dude? Yeah, oh. Craig T. Nelson. I pick kind of like a, uh, like a, like a just a dad looking. I pictured but, uh, Steven Seagal type. Of no, dude. okay, Steven Seagal with the white hair, fat blues, <laughs> fat Steven Seagal. You know, yeah. he just looks like a dad, like some dude that would play like a granddad on a TV show. Wow, and he's just insufferable, but he was innocent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
fucking jerk. Bro, the, you, the fact that nobody that? came, the fact that nobody uh, came up off the thirty dollars is like hilarious. No, that's for real. <laughs> Twenty eight fifty. The real. people was like, nah, we can't. He no, he can't Whoa. help you. He's like, he was innocent. He was actually innocent. <laughs> that's crazy, though. <laughs> that's crazy. He's like, he's like, no, just send the thirty without the drugs. Like send it without the drugs. Yeah. Like just, just no, send, send me thirty. Can you just send me a clean thirty? Money. Just, yeah, clean thirty. And he, he had a way to do it too because he he figured out a way to smuggle the the cigarette butt out of the prison inside of a Bible. They showed him. He like put it in a Bible and smushed it, and some oh. guy got the Bible out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, still nobody would come up off the thirty dollars. That's fucked up, man. That's crazy. where was this? Where was it again? I don't remember. It's on, I, I'll pull it up Damn. and send it to everybody. It was amazing. That's crazy. This is a couple VCU episodes. This is a VCU episode of Forensic Files. No, VCU no. in like 2006 or something. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, where there's a murder here. This se- yeah, there was were several. It the episodes- girl that died. No, they knew that. That wasn't a mystery. Uh, the girl that was strangled. Uh, what's her name? I forgot. Let's start the show. <laughs> anyway, she <was laughs> yeah, strangled. Uh, yeah, I, th- I know. I know. A what friend you're of mine about. almost uh, moved into that dude's apartment as like you know it was like he needed a room to stay in for a while oh yeah that's it that's yeah. the one the murderer and like uh he was like he luckily he didn't but you know <laughs> yeah. uh but i could totally see my friend moving in there and somehow getting blamed for it because his dna was on something mm-hmm. in the apartment he's like one of those types of guys man forensic files is my jam right now i'm like my favorite ones are all of the ones in which People solve their crime from watching Forensic Files. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. It's a good show. It's like watching. I was watching things like Forensic Files. <laughs> yeah. God, they yeah. were like, "Yeah, say it again. Yeah. Say, say, <laughs> say you watch Forensic Files again." Forensic Files. Forensic Files. Hey, listen, that's all those shows sh- help, man. It's my favorite show right now. I, you know, First Forty Eight. They got some good shit on there. Hey, it's pretty good when it when it you know, um, they've had twenty seasons of that show. Damn it. All right, yeah, y'all ready? Away all my cop shows. <laughs> hey man, live PD. Live PD was great. It's probably somewhere else. Live uh, PD, probably and somewhere cops where you can pay for it. Cops wasn't that good no more. Awesome. Cops they had stopped making. Mm-hmm. Cops, I feel like cops had already stopped. It was just in uh, syndication, right? They tried to cancel it like two or three times. Well, somebody got shot, right? Then uh, the camera guy got hey, shot. Hey man, hey, hey, people hey. get shot. Sign the waiver, sign the waiver, bro. Hey man, sign the waiver, bro. Yeah, yeah. Come on, sign the waiver, bro. You see his face, sign it, son. You, you, yeah. knew, you knew you was been ah! the run behind. It was always pretty uh, Make sure uh, you... entertaining once all the gears start shaking. Like they're like, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, move it, move, go, yeah, go. Man. It's right. like cops for real have like the bat, the bat, uh, Batman belt on, utility belt. All right, we ready to start? Yeah, hold up. Here we go.